Tune in this weekend car audio. Audio. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in. We'll be talking about bass. Talking about chips. Talking about rings. You ain't got them. Zip your lip. You got a problem? You ever found? Check your grounds. This show about to start. Start. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, This week in car audio, audio. Yeah, yeah. Tune in, tune in, this week in car audio. Welcome to This Week in Car Audio with your host, the judge, Doug Stockton, co-hosted by the superstar and movie star and uh <laughs> what else did you do you did the toys for tots this last weekend oh, helping past helping two your weekends past two weekends helping <laughs> your fellow kids out um you know uh jeffrey what's going yes. on jeff hey, hey doug uh, nothing much nothing much just uh trying to stay dry man texas was uh, a little wet this weekend <laughs> oh was it wet oh yeah I believe that. Uh, let's see. I see my chats on. I don't see anybody on Facebook. But let, let's see what happens with YouTube. If you guys want to post, show us that you're here. Uh, first off, I want to uh, thank our sponsors for today's podcast, our normal sponsors we normally have. We have Stolman Transport, LLC. Lots of Watts. Uh, custom Apparel. Um, Puns Customs out of Minnesota. And uh, we also have Crossfire Car Audio. I would say, hey, Facebook is working, says Tiffany. Oh, is it working? And Mel oh, Valadez okay. says yep. it's working, says, what's up, guys? So we got Facebook. Um, so we got Facebook working, and all these people say hello. And we got hey, SQ Mel, Sounds. Jump on here with us. Yeah, Mel Valadez, yeah. check your is, uh, PMs. We got uh, Dave McKay checking in with us. All right, so um, Rob Collar could not make it today. He just texted me, said, yeah, he won't be able to make it in good. Uh, won't, won't be able to make it in tonight. So we had to uh, only have three people. So we got one more spot open. Uh, if somebody wants to jump in with us and start talking about rules. So how you been, Chris, for the last two weeks? Uh, it's been great, man. Uh, we knocked out our Toys for Tots event earlier this season. So been doing a lot of the family stuff, uh, prepping for um, – we've got four new competitors coming out this season in base race, a uh, few in Street Stock 1K. So just getting kind of those builds in, in, in line, trying to get everything ready for, you know, get the equipment, pricing, all that stuff. But other than that, just been enjoying the holiday, man. Sweet. Um, Jeffrey, what did you have? Uh, talk about your little uh, Toys for Tots that wasn't so little. <laughs> well, you know, it was Texas size, I guess you could say. Uh -huh. um, so going into uh, uh, the weekend, I was watching the uh, the weather religiously. You know, it went from like 40% uh, to 50% rain. to, And then like the day before, it was like 90% chance. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I hope everybody's ready. It's gonna it's gonna be a wet one today. So, uh, you know, we usually set up in the front, uh, but this time around, uh, we set up in the back, which is cool because we set up in the uh, in one of the docks. 
um the the db drag side well the uh, the computer and you know uh term lab and uh monitor and stuff mm-hmm. um so we set up a 10 by 20 tent out front just in front of where we were um so cars could just pull in under the tent they didn't have to be under the rain uh, it just kind of sucked for like the other competitors that were out there but uh, a lot of uh you know competitors uh end up bringing their own canopies which was cool a lot of people stay dry um man uh the toys we got oh it was awesome it was awesome so many people brought toys um we had ronnie pruitt he was uh on the show here a while back um Mm -hmm. he does this thing uh at the school he teaches he does a toy drive so uh it's like a couple weeks up until uh the, the day of the show um he has boxes at the at the school people bring in toys and then you know, uh, during the day of the show, he brings all the toys. He would bring like maybe one or two of the students and, uh, um, you know, it would just kind of be a fun filled day. <laughs> Despite the rain, um, you know, uh, Roger was even um, barbecuing some hot dogs for the competitors and stuff like that. So it, it became like this uh, cook off kind of deal. So it was it was kind of raining out front, but a lot of people just kind of Went to the back and then Roger ended up uh you know queuing up some hot dogs and but it was fun. It was fun. That's <laughs> nonetheless. Cool. Yes. Um for the kids. I am trying to share the invite. Mr. Valadez wants to come on in here. So oh, definitely. Yeah, Sounds he messaged me. I said, Hey, message Doug. Yep. Jeffrey, uh, you sound like me. Um it's the running joke in Tennessee that if I plan an event and uh-huh. plan the day, it's gonna rain. I, I got that right here. Sounds like a Chris. That sounds like a Chris Gregory event from Richard oh, Ross. What's oh, oh, oh. so like in the middle of July? You can, it'll still rain or, or what? I'm telling you, the last three events before our Toys for Tots events, it rained mm-hmm. every day. So, wow. okay, so I do want to say real quick, I want to thank all the people that pay attention to us on Facebook, YouTube, and this and that. I got my YouTube statistics. Uh, for this year, I want to read them directly so I'm not misquoting uh, what we what we got. Uh, so I sent this to Jeffrey. Um, now, if we can get a thousand subscribers to YouTube, that would be freaking awesome. I appreciate you guys. I mean, it, I do appreciate what you guys are doing. Um, <laughs> oh shit! Why didn't it? It's I sent it again. <laughs> Why do I have a Venmo? Oh, because I forgot to push send. That's why it didn't work. All right. Um, sorry about that. All right. Uh, let me, uh, since I'm getting multiple things happening here at the same time. Okay. So, um, in 2022, This Week in Car Audio on YouTube, we got a total of 4,432 views. We did 48 shows. Um, we did, uh, that's about thousand views of the show, roughly pretty good. Uh, we got 3,103 or sorry, 31,300 watched minutes. So that's means people are watching us and hanging out. Very cool. Um, and then we got 59 new subscribers. We only got 308 total likes. So that's cool. Um, if we can get to a thousand uh, subscribers, then I can start monetizing. 
So, uh, which would be cool to help pay for some of our costs. But I do appreciate you guys. Like I said, you don't have to do this. We would be doing this whether or not we want to. Um, so just just want to mention that. Uh, but it looks like the YouTube I got un freaking YouTube to whatever it's called uh, blocked. What? So we are on Facebook. All right, nice. uh, Mr. Gregory. Since our last conversation, um, I'm sure you got hit up with some stuff. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, so what what was some of the stuff that got hit up with? Well, I just recently took a hit, took a question uh, that was actually we addressed last time mm -hmm. uh, about pro stock 5K wall. Okay. And limiting some of the, I guess you could call it building materials. Okay. Um, some people were saying no steel in pro, in pro stock 5k wall. Um, so, and I, I got that question asked again. Okay. So, um, and I so, know we bounced around with it. Yeah. And I think we just came to the understanding that, you know, pretty much pro stock 5k wall behind the B pillars, fair game. As long as you're not, as long as you're not cutting anything, correct? That is within the current rules. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, um, okay. But, you know, we were we were discussing that um, should we allow steel cages or not as one of the limitations of that class? Um, yeah, that was definitely something that got brought up a couple of a couple of times after our little after our discussion. So um, another thing was. Um, People want to. I've had a few people reach out, which I know we're not trying to add classes or anything, but uh -huh. people want to see a street stock 2K, you know, and a 1K both. They want they want to see classes to where that the average driven vehicle can compete in. Okay, you so know, so currently uh, we have the 1K class, right? Yeah. And then so the reason for the 2K class uh, going away was lack of participation. Okay. So, um, you know, you can say you want it, but uh, a lot of times, um, you know, people just don't participate. So yeah, I remember it was 501K before. 501K right. and then 2K. Yeah. Um, so, um, like I said, it, it is, you know, it, it's a lack of participation, right? So that's the reason we lose classes and gain classes. Mm -hmm. And the only other thing that's still a hot topic is base race and the, the mandatory tracks. Yep. And, and so mm. I um, uh, look at the super street classes at this year's finals. I, I agree with Sam Dunn wholeheartedly on that, that, you know, it's, it's starting to become, I mean, it's, don't get me wrong. I love super street classes. I love to uh -huh. see those big scores, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's hard to support classes that have three or four, people in it when you wonder if you created another format of say a another street stock class or another pro stock class would you gain more entries in that so that's a big question right there that i definitely agree with sam on that that sometimes i mean i get the super street classes but this year's attendance at finals was pretty harsh as far as the super street classes go um yeah, I can I can understand that. One um, K was a good class. I would agree there. Uh, um, I just you know uh, Wayne held on to extreme class for so freaking long 
because that's where his heart is, right? Um, is getting too good of a start in base race, getting you DQ'd still a thing. Tyler, you want to answer that for him, uh, Mr. Gregory? Be more than happy to. <laughs> uh, no, sir. After, um, once we went to the uh, standardized tracks, we were able to remove modulation. So it basically, the, the problem with what we were doing before was, and Wayne can attest to this, and I can even attest to it, is a lot of the tracks that people were using were just a straight tone. Someone went in with a, you know, a software and just put small little brakes in it. But the brakes were, lo were not long enough for the term lab score to be, I mean, there were guys, you know, doing 50 tiebreakers. They were sitting their radios literally down in the car and walking away from it because they, they, they were that dialed in with these tracks. So right. with the man, with the mandatory tracks, you know, it's got the it's got the uh, frequency change and it's a huge change. So you, and, and it makes you challenge. It may it puts the challenge back in. So to answer your question, no. As long as you use the standardized tracks, I mean, base racing is back to what it used to be. Except you just have to use a track that's handed to you. Yep. And and, and so the short uh, shorter version of that answer is, if you start early you get a zero. We don't DQ you because DQ is if you didn't run at all in the show. Um, oh, okay. I'm sorry. That, I didn't know if that's yeah. what he was. I thought he meant I, good start as whole shot. Yeah, so the whole shot is, is good to do, um, and it works, um, and you can make that work. So, like I said, um, the thing about the, the base race is you have to be able to uh, get a start after the word set shows up on the screen. And if you're too early, you get a zero for the run. Um, a couple of guys saying hello, saying hi to Mel. Um, <laughs> I believe pandas and other vehicles in that body style need their own class. So if we do that and then somebody comes up with a new vehicle out of, say, South Africa, then how do we do that then do we put a whole new class for just those vehicles are you raising your hand mel i think we got somebody raised. i, I am yeah <laughs> can you guys hear me okay we can hear you just fine sir so you know i guess with the with one stock because i have experience in one stock k class i think to to kind of move the level up we need to bring airbags into 2k and 5k now not wall class but 2k and 5k stock class um, which is going to eliminate a lot of those cars, and people are going to hate me for saying that. Mm -hmm. But uh, in reality, it's difficult to import those vehicles nowadays. And that would be a CRX, that would be yeah. a Chevy Colt, or um, a Panda. Uh, Panda. But okay, so where do those cars go? Um, I, you know, like it could be their own class. I mean, I, I I don't know where to put them, but it's just that with. With how fair it was with 1K, I mean, now it's a little bit more difficult to win 1K because the number's so big. It's just, uh, you know, it's got to go into another class. The panda well, can be mean, beat. Sam says yeah. pandas can be beat, but it will be more work mm -hmm. than anyone will do. 
Well, at the end of the day, Nick Camino just posted, and he is correct. Yep. It's the same thing that Wayne Harris brought to my attention a long time ago. Yep. Unfortunately, over here in the United States, yes, we talk about pandas, the Marbellas, the Farinos, mm-hmm. you know, the Terras. But in Europe, that's the standard car. I mean, over there, it's a $500 car, and that's what pretty much everyone drives. So you start eliminating those into some of the other classes, <laughs> like the Pro Stocks and all that. And those divisions, then Europe's just going to be sitting around with their thumbs twiddling, not knowing what to do. That's why I like the idea of the Street Stock 1K, Street Stock 2K, and then finish out your Pro Stocks. You know, that I would, would agree with that. Okay, so I would agree with that if I didn't see a 153 in stock 1K from overseas in, in a vehicle that's got an airbag. Those, yeah, and a lot of people are questioning those builds. I've seen it. Yeah, I mean, I question them too because, you know, I've seen some of the things that are let go by the judges. I mean, some of the seats can't even lock up, or to me, mm-hmm. they don't look like they can lock back into place. Um, but again, to level the playing field and to get new blood. I think the airbag rule needs to apply to 2K at least, and then uh, maybe even 5K, no wall. Okay. Uh, RP Patel says, what difference does the vehicle make anyway? Um, and, and, and I, and I, okay. So I'm not on RP's side, right. but I will tell you, I agree with that 100%. I took a Subaru wagon that somebody says, dude, you can't make those loud. I was the third guy in the world. The only vehicles ahead of me to hit 150 in stock class were CRXs. I came in with a Subaru station wagon and hit 150 in the stock class. Okay? So, and people said you can't do that. So, what I'm saying is I think most vehicles can be competitive and be loud as hell. It just takes the right builder with the right amount of knowledge and a lot of time. I, I would agree with that. Uh, but in order to move forward and to get away from the rules and the, and the things of the past, we mm-hmm. need to evolve and move forward with the vehicles. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Nick also brings in here, the courses would eliminate all the Brazilians if you eliminate that yeah. car, right? And I could be totally wrong, but yeah. I'm just that's just my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and again, I, I'm not speaking for anybody at all in stock classes whatsoever. I'm speaking for myself personally. And, and, and I just Sam- want to see growth. That's huh? the pure and simple. You know, at the end of the days, you know, I, I got mad respect for RP. You know, Sam Dunn's my boy, you know, but eventually Sam's going to get old. RP's going to get old. <laughs> They're going to retire. Yep. And if we don't have new blood in this, yep. then this week in car audio is going to be this week in basket weaving or this week in bowling. <laughs> Which That's don't right. Be wrong. I love listen. I, I, I like. I love Doug's bowling stories. I, I still watch, but I mean that's what it's going to boil down to if we don't get these newer people and draw them in. No, so, I agree. Um, um uh, so right here, uh, Sam Dunn says my Explorer is very near 153 right now on 1K. Um, I will say Jeffrey can attest. How many exploders have we seen that are just loud? Um, yeah. Uh, Jacob Fincher. He was doing mid 150s with four like $20 subs and a bunch of 2000 watt amps back in, you know, 2008. So, and that was in a stock exploder, right? So, mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying um there there's a lot that can happen. Um 
is that and you- i think um what the i think that was kind of the the big reason to um frequency limits was a lot of the um the pandas and those kind of vehicles mm-hmm. it was 60 plus 70 hertz that right. was that was right. jumping their score up so i think you know, we would we went down to okay, sixty hertz was the uh, frequency cap, and a lot of people ask me why is there a cap, yeah. on and and uh, it, I kind of think you know it it leveled the uh, the uh, the playing field a little bit by getting the frequency down. So, I mean, I, I don't know, should we go allow uh, any vehicle but just frequency cap it, or how does I mean, would that be okay? Where are you at with that, Mel? Is he frozen? I think he's frozen. Uh, he's way frozen. Look at that <laughs> face on there. <laughs> no. So, okay, so he, while he we're waiting for – Oh, <laughs> I think he's back. Is he back? Okay, oh, I'm, I'm going to have to kick it. his old Mel out. Hold on a second. <laughs> Let me get back to Zoom here. I'm going I'm to uh, kick the old Mel out. <laughs> uh, let's see. Remove. Yep. Don't report. All right. So, okay. So I'm going to bring him back in here when he gets a chance here. His audio's muted. So if he's trying to, um, if you build and work on it, the vehicle doesn't matter per RP. I Like I said, um, I agree with that 100%. And that's from somebody who's built, I built a handful of cars. And here's the S10 thing. An S10, um, that was the second car to hit 150. Uh, first car was a CRX followed by an S10 extended cap. So, uh, and, and uh, Pop Tart says he's retired anyway. No matter. Um, yeah, he's going to base race with us this year. He isn't? And no, he's going to base race with oh, us. Oh, cool. Built him a, he built him a Cyclone demo base racer. Sweet. And then uh, Dave McKay says new people won't be as hardcore with better builds and best ideas for SPL. They want to get their feet wet and i understand that and i think that's really where the stock classes stock class comes in then you go to pro street row pro stock right um i i think that is very very important um and and the people that tend to be competitive and want to go to world finals they move out of the pro stock class really or the uh a street stock class into the pro stock type builds really quickly because it doesn't take much to move from 1k street stock to pro stock um and, and i the can ind- agree with that statement nowadays because as as uh mel said the pandas are getting harder and harder to find yeah you know and they we're will not seeing as many and we're not seeing as many because i think a lot of people are kind of like you know, they, they want to show, I mean, at least in my world, I don't want to bring a car to finals and I hear all the time, well, because it was a panda is why you won. No, I, I don't yep. want that. I mean, that's, and I think a lot of these guys are getting tired of hearing that and they're getting away from them. And, and, and here's Nick Semino's comment. And like I said, um, I, I believe this wholeheartedly is I can tell you this for Nick, <laughs> Nick Semino, that same guy who can get a panda loud will make any vehicle loud. Now, the panda, the so here's here's my take on it personally, um, is a CRX or a panda, um, those vehicles 
people have done the research and done the time to shortcut how to make them loud s10 extended cabs so that's why people tend to lean towards those vehicles is because somebody's already else has done the work and so you know you you know um you standing on the shoulders of giants to raise to elevate yourself and, and i'm not saying that's a bad thing by any means i'm just saying that's in my opinion the reason people jump on those vehicles if you yeah, find I, a vehicle i think that you if you give it, it I think if you give it its own class, then you're going to start seeing builder versus builder instead of car versus builder, you know, and, and you can truly see who can build and who can't. Well, we tried that and it didn't, they literally got mad and quit. When they all got moved to 2K, like all of them yeah. gave up. I, I know of three people that literally said, forget it, we're not doing it anymore. Because they didn't want to run against each other. And then what so why wouldn't they want to run against each other? I'm just curious. That's what I don't understand either is that it's like literally there was a guy that was in before before street stock became street stock 500. You were allowed to run pandas in it. It was my first year as an SBL competitor. I came to finals. I was very proud of my little Nissan Versa. Uh -huh. It was my wife's car. Uh, we had uh, did a moderate little $500 build. I mean, a, a low-budget build in it for 500 watts. Mm -hmm. And I got beat by 8 dB by a panda. I wasn't <laughs> mad. I wasn't upset at all. Right. You know, because at the end of the day, that's just, you know, I was my first year and I, I was learning. Mm -hmm. But then after that year, I think was the year that Wayne had made, Wayne had created the street stocks. And the pandas all had to move to 2K. Mm -hmm. And they just and they like all suddenly started disappearing, hmm. or they would come to a show and run 500 watts just to show the number they could do, and of course it was still stupid impressive. No, no, absolutely. I mean, it's so. Remember, if you guys want to see a new class, then what class are we going to eliminate? Right. That's Always remember That's that. That's the problem we run into right now. So. You well, want to add another street stock class? What do I get rid of? Well, I hate to say it, the, the loudest vehicle in the world is sitting on here, but we had one extreme car. So and I hate that, that that class shouldn't be eliminated because we should have no, more of them. We absolutely should, and I can guarantee you the there's Wayne's heart is with extreme cars. I remember. So and and that is not even. A slight part um, it, it, I mean his heart that that's what Wayne Wayne would be so happy if every single car in DB drag was extreme <laughs> that that would make Wayne happier than anything well, I else mean, I think we need people like Patel and we need people yes. like Kohler because mm -hmm. it's because of them you got four million hits on YouTube and 4 million hits on TikTok because they are the loudest vehicles in the world. So you need those kind of people to to create the flash in our in our game. Definitely agreed with that. So uh uh Darren, he's one of the judges. He's a judge out in uh uh what's Trinidad. that island? Trinidad. Yeah. Trinidad. Yeah. Uh, so he's a he's a judge out there and he says maybe eliminate pro stock no limit. I personally think Pro Stock No Limits an awesome class. It kind of gives you that bridge where your car is still stock inside and you're moving <clears throat> on up there 
um, trying to, uh, you know, you're adding the power, but you haven't dedicated your car to the SPL world yet. Mm-hmm. You know, because honestly, I mean, Jeffrey, you know, once you build a super street vehicle, that car's worthless, right? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> we have one sitting in our garage right now. That exactly. Um, well, I can say that I'm the only stock 1K guy that's come back to DB Drag Racing and gone from 1K mm. to 2K, and and it's just it's night and day. It's just I got blown away by like almost 10 dB, and I was in a in a GTI. So, am I mad? I, I'm not mad. I mean, it's just the way it goes. Mm-hmm. But to, you know, that's why people get out of DB Drag Racing or get out of car audio in general because they don't want to get killed. Yeah, Salise says right on here. Salise uh, chiming in, watching right now. She says extreme class rocks. <laughs> oh yeah, it does. Hey, I started back my, in 1998, and we went to 2000. I think it was DB Drag Racing World Finals. Uh-huh. It was in Nashville, and we, and of course, back then you had 30 extreme cars. I mean, minimum. Yes. Yeah. Everything. Oh yeah. So we were like. We, we have four classes this. with eight people in every class. Right. Yeah. Full brackets. I mean, we were like, we, we have to do this. So we went and built ourselves an extreme car. I mean, and, and it's just because it was cool. Yep. Uh, Salise says uh, she, you know, but the Super Street death match was freaking awesome. Oh, uh, yes. I can't, I mean, you got to understand also that what is Super Street now is louder than the extreme people were back in 2002. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? So that's definitely the way it's evolving. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> Jeremy Scoggin says, my first event, I was extreme because I had a center console uh, uh, sealed, sealed and closed. Yeah. yeah. So He came to my Toys for Tots event way back in the day, and I, I, I didn't. I felt bad because he brought a bunch of toys, and we really didn't have a place to put him, so mm. we just put him in extreme, you yep. know, just for the fun of it. I mean, it was a 1X event. Right, right, so, right. But, but, yeah, it was. So Nick, Nick says Super Street 1 to 2 in 2001 had 16 people entered. And, and that's, you know, that's the evolution of what it is. Um, kids these days aren't doing – what they used to do as far as car audio. we Car audio is now um, competing for every dollar out there. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. We didn't have the internet like we have it now, right? I mean, there right. weren't the forums, the games. I mean, how many people that are under 30 years old would rather sit on their couch and play video games, right? Oh, oh yeah, I can I got one. In, I got one in the bedroom right now doing that. Yeah. So I mean, so so you're competing for that dollar, right? Um, and that time, because um, as you get older, I mean, to me right now, there's there's not a dollar in the world that's as valuable as my time. My time has more value to me than anything else. Um, so when I donate my time to like the Toys for Tots and stuff like that. Dude, that, that is me giving my most valuable asset in my world. Um, when I go and spend time with my kids, that's me giving my most valuable asset to my kids. Um, that, with that being said, you know, they are not, they do not feel that their time is worthy of putting into a car. 
and building a system. They want to go out there and say, hey, I'm going to build a wall. This is going to take me two days to build, and I need to be doing 160s. <laughs> you know, it doesn't work yeah. that way. Um, I think we've all donated time, money. Right. You know, I know I've donated my own money into last year's drag finals. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've got my company who, who's, you know, even Salise and I were talking today about membership for – uh you know for db drag racing so every dollar we have to fight for and i ask for every single dollar that we can possibly do just to make whatever we have better i agree and, and so salise put in here um because her and wayne are watching right now and they said for now forget about eliminating classes what classes are needed to increase participation because without participation we don't have an organization as we've discussed many times so um, why don't you bring us up, uh, Chris, on uh, kind of what we were talking about last uh, show with the music classes. See if oh, Mel's yeah. on with that. Yeah. And, and this is something that I, that I, I can't believe didn't have a, just a huge turnout at finals, which was freestyle. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, we had, what, like three people or something? or Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that, that really surprised me with freestyle just, you know, because it's – it's easy. It's mm -hmm. kick panel. It's door open. It's those big scores. So right, no brackets. A of, yeah, right. a lot of orgs have you know, and, and I'm not I'm not, I'm not trying to cast shadow over what we're doing or whatever. But you know, Iaska I has their base boxing. That's mm -hmm. their music format. Uh, Mecca has their park and pound format. That's mm -hmm. their music format. Uh, you know, everybody's got a music format. And I know we have Cyclone. Okay, and don't get me wrong, I love Cyclone. I think mm -hmm. uh, Doug can attest to this. That's all I talk about is how wa love watching Cyclone. You guys out on the West Coast, y'all do it, y'all do it right. And, uh, you know, but at the end of the day, even with Cyclone, I mean, it's abusive to your equipment. Mm -hmm. It's Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's kind of it's one of those classes where you have to really bring your big boy toys so with I, I was thinking about freestyle and this is something i started doing at my events was when wayne said freestyle really didn't have any rules yet we were just going to kind of get a feel for it and see what we thought <laughs> i was running a music class a 30 second <clears throat> door open on the uh, uh, sensor on the glass music class mm-hmm uh, because at the end of the day, the kick score was nice, but it required it requires that big globe thing. You know, not every promoter is going to have one of those. Not every promoter wants to spend mm -hmm. the $90 on one of those. So I was throwing the sensor on the dash, throwing the door open, doing a 1K class, a 5K class, a no-limit class, and it was all music. <sighs> so was it I, peak hold or was it average? Yeah. Uh, it was average. We did it on average. Just oh, a 30-second average. And I was having what I would like to think moderate success. Um, and then when Wayne had made the decision that it was going to be a burp-only class, I started doing that. I was still having moderate success with it, but I still believe I think that if we turned freestyle into a music class without music. the frequency requirements of Cyclone and just make it to where you know you, you can run music, whatever music you want, it's just a 30-second average. I think maybe we could actually, you know, get, see some growth. And you know, I, I, I don't like want to see freestyle die. Uh, 
I like the idea of the head-to-head -head competition in the burp classing or burp classes for freestyle. That was a good idea because Jeffrey and I tried that uh, here in Dallas uh, once, and it was pretty exciting because it was like a couple tents off and, uh, and you know, everybody was around the cars and everything. So I like that idea, the whole head-to-head -head competition. So that's the thing that DB Drag has, and that's their niche, right, is the head-to-head, -head, right. which no other organization is authorized to have, right? So th that is DB Drag's thing, is head-to-head -head competition. Um, so, but, okay, so I'm trying to remember how we went about this last uh, show. We were talking about the music classes, and we were talking they would be head-to-head, -head, and you were saying 30-second average, and mm -hmm. now, what were you were you saying? They should use boom check. Um, they can use um, whichever boom check they want. Um, we hadn't we hadn't really discussed that part of it, but okay. I would definitely I would definitely think that yes, the boom check tracks would be a good a good option for that format. Mm -hmm. But you know, once again, I would definitely want we would definitely want to do like a one X event. It's not required. You know, because once again, this is going to be one of those form formats where I'm going to try to challenge some guy in the parking lot who's out there just demoing his favorite song. Uh -huh. Hey, why don't you come over here and play that in the lanes or try right. it over here? So, so, you know. so let me explain to you for freestyle for me as a promoter and what I have going on. Um, freestyle works great because I get probably five people in an event. I don't know if Jeffrey's the same thing. I just want to see how loud I am. They don't want head-to-head. -head, they don't want none of that stuff. And freestyle yeah. gives them an opportunity to come in, and I say, hey, check this out. We'll do you one-time DB drag style, which we'll put it on the dash, and it'll be like your normal sealed up, so you'll know what your DB drag score is. Then the second one, we'll try and get you loud, you know, with a, get you a show number, as I call them, um, mm -hmm. where we'll put it in the kick in the globe. And that's how yeah. freestyle works for my shows. And when we've experimented with it, we did it at um, uh, Slamology. It was very successful with that premise of this is for people that don't want to come back and go head to head. This is for people mm -hmm. that just want to see a number. Um, and, and I think that gave them a spot to play. And really, freestyle is meant, I think, for your local shows, not for world finals. I can I can agree with that statement. I can definitely agree, agree with that. You know, and I, in, in my area, yes, I have that problem of where if it's not offered at a finals, some people shy away from it. But I have mm -hmm. a lot of people that just enjoy doing it. Mm -hmm. The format, unfortunately, I, my area is flooded with. I, I mean, I, you guys obviously see the same thing. I've got Mecca on, uh, north of me. I got Base Wars east of me. I got, I don't even know what I got south of me, but I got, I got something. So I've got, <laughs> more, you know, I've got, I do a lot of multi-org shows anyways, mm -hmm. just to try to bring in multiple competitors. So we have, yeah, we, have USAC, we have USAC, which is very popular and that's just like freestyle. So I, I you know, for us, I don't understand why it just hasn't exploded or taken off like it should have. I don't know either. I think it. I think it's a great format. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I've had a couple of competitors uh, tell me they kind of shy away from it because there's a. It, it's almost like a bottleneck in the uh, Super Street division. So it's Super Street No Limit is one of the classes. A lot of people get 
uh, put in that class, and then it just kind of seems like they get lost. I can see that, but also I can see Doug's perspective on freestyle being the guy. I mean, no offense, I don't want a super street guy in freestyle. I Mm -hmm. want a street stock 1K, a street stock 5K, a pro stock no limit car. That's what I want to see. Now, there is a hiccup in the freestyle formats by the rules. Trump cars technically cannot compete in any of those classes because there's they they don't have all that carpet in the rear so and that's something i think also that we need to uh look into later down the road trump freestyle well not only that but trunk cars period yeah you know a, a trunk car has pro stock 5k if it's built like your standard trunk car it can compete nowhere else in pro stock because all of everything the, needs to be stocked, including right. the, the rear. except for the pro trunk. stock yeah. trunk, trunk 5 yeah, Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that would be something to where I, I would like to see maybe um, the uh, yes, Richard. We know yours has carpet, but yours is pretty. <laughs> <laughs> not everybody's uh, trunk builds are pretty. Yeah, not everybody's trunk builds are pretty, but it's it is something that I would. I think that needs to be looked into maybe for next year is to exclude trunk cars from having all of the panels in the trunk itself for freestyle only. Well, I would think, I think freestyle and drag also. Well, so, okay. So, so, so the reason we have it like that. So if somebody wants to build a trunk and they actually put it inside their trunk, um, mm-hmm. and, and just for explanation purposes, somebody goes to your local shop, they buy, um, a prefab box with two kicker 12s in a, you know, already ready to go amps mounted to the box and they stick that in their trunk and they just put that in their trunk and they go to a show. Do you want me to put them up against the trunk 5k guys? No. Okay. So that guy, because he's got less than 2,000 watts, obviously. He can play in the 2,000 class. He can actually play in the 1,000 class. Mm -hmm. Now you got the guys who did a serious trunk build, and we gave them their place. Now that's the reasoning behind why we said a trunk class versus a regular. Yeah. In reality, are are we really getting those people that buy a prefab box, a pair of subs, and an amplifier? to come into DB drag racing. I don't think we are. I do. I absolutely do. Now that that you got to understand, so my area is you know, in the Bay Area alone there's like 4 million people, right? Or 3.5 million people. Um within a 2-hour drive of any of my shows, you're in the probably 5 to 7 million people. Okay? So and also the people in California are different than the people in Tennessee. And obviously, as you know, as somebody in uh, Texas, California people ain't the same people that you have in Texas. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, I, I've seen those signs. Don't California up my Texas. Right. So <laughs> so we have different people in different areas. And for my area. This works great. And that's kind of why we ask for people in different areas to have this discussion. Um, We also have to remember that it's not just my area. It's not your area. We're talking worldwide, right? We have Brazil. 
we have um, we have Russia, we have Germany, we have Greece, we have China. All these people. I mean, we have Barbados, we have um, Trinidad. We have a lot to think about. Right. So when yeah. we, when we as judges sit down and start discussing rules. You know, I, and it's so easy to just think about what happens at your show, you know, and what happens in your area. And that's more of what I'm trying to get at with doing this show right now is we want to show people that there's a lot that goes into when we come up with a rule. We try so hard to to come up with a rule, but it's got to be we got to write it so it's universal through all parts of the world we do seven roughly 730 events a year worldwide and only i think like 60 or 70 of them are in the united states so well being one being one of a handful of united states competitors that have gone from california to yep. alabama yep and all the way up to kentucky yep and florida and right and Florida. That's and right. Even even thought about going down to Mexico. Mm -hmm. uh, everyone is different, and everyone does have their their way of doing shows and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But uh, again, I just I don't see I don't see that anymore. Where the kid that buys the pair of subs and the prefab box, we don't we just don't see them. We we see the purpose built vehicles now, mm -hmm. and that's mm -hmm. all I've seen from Florida to. Now, I, I didn't see it in California. I saw it in. Tennessee, I saw it in Florida, I saw it in Kentucky, I saw it here in Texas, and I mean, I've had we we've had arguments. I've had arguments with people about why they should have purpose-built vehicles. I mean, at the end of the day, it is a competition format, and uh, it is. I mean, that's why I preach and preach to anyone that wants to start competing but has that prefab box and that 300 watt mm -hmm. amp, come base race. Base we'll race, right? You. Right. Base bring, race top I mean, dog, right? Right. Yeah, we've, we've got a uh, brand new uh, – I mean, well, y'all met her, the queen, you know, that we <laughs> That's call right, her, the queen. Side queen. Yep. She ran all season with a prefab kicker box mm -hmm. on a 3,000-watt three, amp, okay? And she came to finals, said 3,000-watt amp, went boom. So <laughs> she had a 500-watt kicker amp in that car running. Right. Wow. So, so and I think base races, those classes where that can't fit into. That's correct. So that that's right. part of what we did is DB drag is so so. You, you know, um, I want to bring up RP's uh, thing up here. Um, where is RP? Head to head is what it's all about. RP freestyle. Okay, DB drag right here is freestyle is for other organizations. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that because we got to give everybody an opportunity to play that shows up at our shows. We want to show them a good time, right? So freestyle, if we use it the way I intend it, um, I think it's a good fit. At least, like I said, in my area, it's a good fit that way. Um, but what he says here is DB drag is for the elite in SPL. This is why we are here. I don't disagree with that. Um, I really think that db drag is the elite organization in the world for car audio and with it being the most elite it's so difficult to create classes at the db drag and ask people to come along that's why 
as Chris is saying, and I've seen Jeffrey do, is we need to bring new guys in at the base race and the top dog level. That's what, I, in my opinion, those are the classes that we bring the new people into. And then if they want to get loud or they just want another opportunity to compete, that's when we introduce them to DB Drag. I could be totally wrong in that, but that is kind of how I approach that. my shows. I don't disagree with that either. I mean, when I'm promoting shows in my area, y'all all know what what do we promote? What's the name? Tennessee Base Racer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Except the funny thing at the Christmas parade, we uh, we brought out a couple of the cars in Lebanon, had a good time, and then we were introduced as the Tennessee Bass Racers. No. <laughs> Jeremy Scoggins told someone that literally we go to the lake and we throw a bass in there and we see who's faster. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, that's what we promote. And you mm -hmm. know, like I said, my my base race attendance, as anybody can see, is far more than my DB drag. It's far more than my cycling. But I'm still going to offer those classes because at the end of the day, you know, Tennessee has brought a couple of world champions to the. You know, and we'll continue to do so, but to get people in the lanes, oh yeah, it's base race all the way. Because okay. I can bring in that guy with the three hundred dollar system. Okay, I'm, I want to. We need we need those shows like in Tennessee and in Florida because, you know, so that way in case somebody needs multiple points at the end of the year, they can always attend one of those shows to mm -hmm. try to qualify for finals. Right. Um. Uh, I'm gonna read what Nick Semino put up right here. It says, "I've been saying for years." You want fresh blood, eliminate Neos, Lithium, and higher-end products, and make real starter classes when stock 1K setups are worth $20,000. Let's be real. Wow. I'm not saying I disagree with that. Um, I agree with it 100%, but at the end of the day, it was thought about, and judges ain't got time to be pulling subs out of boxes to verify yeah. it's not a Neo. You know, Lithium has become such a just an easy standard nowadays mm -hmm. yeah. yeah excess power right behind me yep you know? I, i'll tell you right now i probably see one car in an event that doesn't have lithium i mean it's realistically exactly. um and, and even the new people that pull in they've got a bank of lithium yeah. brand new it's first time horrible. ever at a show right yeah i'm gonna be quiet because i know that in my 1k build i had about 15k worth of equipment in my car so it, <laughs> yeah, i mean but you no, had to i, I you will have to. to be competitive i, I will say right. right now there is a significant difference in a neo sub oh yeah and and, oh, yeah. Uh, and a ferrite sub oh easily we have we have data to prove that oh yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah so uh let's see here never happened too expensive uh you and all the elite is all fine uh then one day it will be only the top two guys in every class attending finals and you'll have 24 people at finals instead of 200 300 we would get back in the day um like i said i i'm not disagreeing with you uh nick but i think that the the days of two to three hundred people at world finals may not come again it may no. be difficult uh it, 
kids are not as interested in vehicles. That's right. Uh, as a, as we were growing up. Yep. So that's why you're not going to have those 200, 300 people at finals anymore. Yep. Yeah, we had another organization exactly. that was in my backyard, their finals was, <laughs> and, and typically this organization, I mean, they have a pretty decent sized finals. I mean, they have 15 classes. So, you know, of this and that, and even their attendance, you could tell was not what it had been in the past years. And it's just simply because like Mel said, you know, your average kid would rather, he's going to pull up in the parking lot, do his selfie video and, you know, throw a baby in the window or whatever, or throw a towel <laughs> in the window, whatever, whatever will float in the window is going to float. Right. And mm -hmm. they're going to go home and they're going right. to, and that's what right. they came for. They don't want to get on yep. that meter. They don't want to compete anymore. Yeah. And, and, and I understand. Um, it's called uh, from Steve Willis. It's called competition people. Uh, mm -hmm. I want the best so I can be the best. And Agreed, that's 100%. And I will tell you, I don't care if it's base race, uh, top dog. You don't want to go against somebody that is doesn't have a clue what they're doing. And um, I know Chris can tell you, uh, I'm sure Mel and uh, and Jeffrey, I put champions in with brand new base racers to get them because all my champion base racers, they want these people to come and push them and make them mm -hmm. better. Exactly. That's that's what it is. Um, you know, I sat in a car because I do beat the boss, right? Uh, so I don't know if you guys watched that video, but I was doing beat the boss this weekend. And I sat in a lady's car. Her name's Kayla. First time ever to a competition. And uh, freaking Moses convinced her to do 129.9s. So she's a 148.7 in DB drag. Wow, that yeah. must have been fun to control. Oh, holy <laughs> crap. I'm I'm literally got the knob, and I'm like minor tiny move, <laughs> and the thing's going up like four-tenths. I'm like, holy crap, you're in the wrong class. Um, but I will tell you, she can do it. Anybody can do it. Um, I think our growth has to be, this is coming from me, is in base race top dog. Our growth has Agreed. to be there. That's why I, I offer cash for those particular classes. I, because, That's why we do cash days. Um, Dave, Dave Bradshaw, he's in here right now. Um, he uh, He's a great example. He started competing base race, top dog. Now he's got a Kong, which is a Cyclone build and Super Street X build. Uh, you know, it, it, he's a good example of what happens. You start somebody in base race, um, then, you know, if they say, hey, I just want to be loud. I want to show off what I can do. Then they move to DB drag. It's right. hard to come into DB drag and be – Competitive. Super competitive. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Salif. I don't have the patience for, for base race whatsoever. That's the only reason why <laughs> I don't compete in it. Uh, it's so fun. <laughs> okay. Trust so me. Trust me, Mel. I promise you, it doesn't matter about patience. You do it once, you'll get addicted. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's addictive because it's it's just that. That that you know it's it's and I don't care who you are I don't care if you're R P Patel I don't care right if here. you're Doug Stockton somebody new can beat you. It's right here it says base race used to be fun I did the one fifty nine nine class, so R P may be another person that started 
in base racing and then moved to right so Salise yeah. does so we only have about seven minutes left or so uh Salise says right now uh hey everybody if you can add one new class to db drag what would it be not for beginners so no, if you I wanted like what rp said what I was like that super street clamp super street clamp i don't right like the 10k, 10K or 20k Okay. I'd like it to be a little lower in power, but like 5K or something, like a Super Street 5K class. So Super That's Street like 5K? Yeah, I would like I, to see a Clamp Super Street class. A Clamp Super Street class. Okay, so for my area, 5K is going to be a little low. Um, so you think 10K? I think 10K yeah, would be about your minimum. Would, yeah, okay. I think 10K would be about what we need because – in Texas, everything is big, including the bills. So. <laughs> but how about the conductors then? So are they going to be limited to all, one, one amp? amp? Yeah, I okay. mean, at the end of the day, you've got, I mean, no offense, I can go out and buy a 20,000-watt amp mm -hmm. pretty regularly now thanks to Brazilian and Class D power. <laughs> yep. Right. Yeah, yeah or, or two amps strapped. Pair together. Our, our piece says, fine, yeah. let's make it a 100K class. <laughs> <laughs> Um, RP's already in that class. It's a hundred thousand dollar class. He's already in that class. Old school rules, no cuts. I, I would wow. love to see an old, yeah, that type of old school build. You know, that's yeah. I would love to see the return of like you remember back in the day when nobody ported anything and you had like twenty four fifteens and a big power wedge. Those are the builds I was always impressed with. Yeah, I'm waiting for the return of. Daytona Beach. Oh, I remember that. Uh, oh, Spring Break Lord. Nationals. Yes. God, uh, there was lots of liquor drank. I don't even know how I made it to. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Yep. Um. So Salise says, "Don't worry about getting rid of a class right now. Let's just what would work best for a brand new class." Um. Two layers of deadener, no foam, no double windshields. That's what Nick Semino hmm. suggests. And That's I think I think the scores will get stuck uh, at a certain level. I think if we did that. Yeah. Yep. How do you police that? How do you police spray foam? Yeah, I mean, that's that's so that is difficult. Two weeks ago. Yep. Yeah. You know, you, you can't you can't like police that. Um, definitely add more stock classes and clamp super street classes. RP hmm. says super street clamp 10K, no floor cuts. Um, uh, two, two windshield, um, no two windshields and a dead limit. Yeah, no two limit. windshields and a deadener limit. RP, what do you think about the old street, uh, what did they call it? Street Max. So street, mm -hmm. I will tell you, Street Max has, has some interest to a lot of people. I, I've heard some people bring Street Max up. The Street Max class, uh, the problem is, is it overlaps 5K so much, right? I can see that. It, it just, yeah, I can see that. Uh, Pro Stock Wall 5K, it just, it overlaps so much. Um, the... Salise brought up a good point. What was that? Drivable, drivable for Super Street Clamp class. Okay. So thoughts but on there's that? There's a problem with that. There is a okay. problem with that, and that's something Wayne brought to my attention. Okay. Over in Europe, if you have a wall and can't see out the back window, <coughs> you can't legally drive it. Oh. Mm. Uh. Okay. 
So, yeah. yeah. And, and and see, those are the kind of things that, um, you know, we have to think of of judges, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, and, and like I said, you guys, the the competitors come with great ideas, and the issue is once again that they're limited in what they see, and they aren't, they don't understand the rules and the laws of other countries. So you know, they like you said, the, I didn't know about the wall thing until you just told me, right? I didn't, know either, I, I didn't know either. I didn't know either until one day Wayne and I were having that discussion. Yeah, and Darren said in Trinidad, same thing. You know, you can't drive it. Um, hmm. <laughs> Dave Bradshaw says, put blow-throughs in the, in the trunk class. No, Dave. <laughs> blow-throughs, blow-through trunk, uh, trucks? Hey, how about, how about this? Pro Stock 5K becomes Super Street 5, 10K and bring back Street Max. There you go. Problem so, solved. So do you remember <laughs> what the, the big limiting factor in Street Max was? The battery size. Battery. Mm-hmm. So it was it was two things, factory seats, right? Yep. And you and that's, t- max... and that's still a fight today in pro stock. Yes. 5K. Everybody's arguing about oh that seat's not factory. That seat's not factory. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So I'm I'm just sharing with you what we had, and then the other thing was you were limited to two, AGM batteries. So, I I think the AGM battery thing is seen its day. I don't yeah. – um, it's just uh, – like I said, I bet you – what did I have? What, 45 entries this last weekend? And I bet you – I think maybe two cars had AGMs in it. Well, there's your answer right there, Mr. Sean Mayo, Mr. Excess Power, just clicked in saying someone said something about lithium and batteries. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, they still sell AGMs. I've seen the warehouse. It's full. Yeah. Oh no, I I don't I don't doubt they I sell know. AGMs. Uh, I'm just yeah. saying it's not. Yeah. It's it, it's not a preferred choice anymore. Right. It, it's, if I if I go to yeah. a stereo shop, are they going to try and sell me a three hundred dollar AGM, or are they going to try and sell me a seven hundred or a thousand dollar lithium, that's going to be more reliable and work better? Oh in yes, most the lithium cases. is by far. Yeah. And, and so it's definitely changed, and, and we need to evolve. Yep, and that's evolving. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you're not going to bring a stock Honda to the drag strip. You're going to want something that's <laughs> souped up, you know. So right. I mean, and that's... rocket racing. Don't say anything about that. You know, there's racing <laughs> is. Yeah, that's what DB drag racing is. It is bringing your best to the table. Yep, and mm-hmm. that's what it's all about. Yep, oh, I agree. No, I, I would agree with that, too. All right, guys, we're on on an hour. Um, this might be something we do like once a month or something just to kind of I like that. Idea. Out. I'm down with it. I okay. love it. I love especially we got a lot of people in here that really brought up some good points. Right. And and, and not necessarily. And remember, like all this stuff we're talking is 100 <laughs> percent hypothetical. I just want to bring that up. Um, the rules have not been set yet. These are um, you got Wayne and Salise looking in here on comments and listening to what's being said here. So if we wanted to share with people and try and get a a good way for your voice to be heard, this may not be a bad way to do it. Um, And then, you know, uh, another thing is people have questions about 
um, you know, uh, like like regular just in general questions. You know, we can give them our suggestion. <laughs> Waste time once a month beating a dead <laughs> horse is what Steve Willis says. I guess once they're locked, then we really can't. Well, I mean, we could always talk about it. We can discuss them, but we can't, right. I guess, really right. change them. But, change them. But it does give us thoughts to move forward with, I think. And, and I do truly believe people given these suggestions aren't uh, – almost everybody I see given suggestions and whatnot aren't doing it to better their game. They think that it's best for DB drag. And mm. I and I get that feeling that nobody's trying to do it as a personal thing, and it's more of at least in this realm that we're doing right now. So, but um, anyway, other than that, that's that's all I got about it. Um, Mal, anything to say to end the night here? <laughs> no, other than you know, uh, go TCU. I know that uh, <laughs> we're going to get the guestable, so. No, are That's they one of the are they one of the ones in the finals or whatever they call it in college? Yeah, we're we're gonna get killed by Michigan, but you know it is what it is. <laughs> we're there. <laughs> All right, what what you got for us, Mr. Gregory? Uh, just remember, if there's a Toys for Tots event in your area, go to it, support it, be support active it. with it. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 well worth it. And. Uh, other than that, my son leaves on Friday for Allentown, Pennsylvania to bowl in a tournament in the middle of a snowstorm. That's awesome. Oh. Hey, just a real quick, uh, so I uh, bowled in a tournament or in a league. I just went down to go uh, watch a friend bowl, and the next guy, uh, one of the guys that was bowling there is like, oh, I'm so glad I'm not bowling you. And uh, so they just needed a sub. So I shot a cool uh, 720 series on him. So, you know, average 240. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so really that, enjoyed that. Oh yeah, it's just because I wasn't even gonna bowl until you said something. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Jeffrey, what you got? Uh, we just knocked out our show for December. Um, we're looking at uh, January, probably the weekend after CES. Um, we're kind of debating on bringing it to a Sunday. Uh, this time around, though, uh, we did. We've been doing it Saturday, past couple of Saturdays, and uh, mm -hmm. uh, we've been. I think uh, one of the one of the uh, businesses across the way came out, and uh, he might have complained a little bit, but uh, yeah, <laughs> we definitely don't want that. So uh, we're gonna get that in the works here pretty soon. You guys should be seeing it up on the the calendar. So, uh, yep, that's what I got going on. Okay. Um, uh, one other quick thing, I just want to say. Sure. Hey, go Jeffrey. ahead. Yes, sir. Uh, we're we're gonna base race Cali this year, so we'd love to base race Texas as well if we can get this uh, link up thing oh, yeah. going. Well, I've I prepped I prepped the troops, so they they know what's going on. <laughs> they yeah. know what's up. So so we're most likely gonna do three venues at the same time. Awesome. So yeah. I'm, we're down like a clown. Yeah. No. 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 No <laughs> doubt about that. Um. And for me, we did a Toys for Tots this last weekend. Um. Turnout was great. The competitors are awesome. You guys have so much money into your cars. Um, uh, I, I, you know, I can't even thank you guys enough. We had so many freaking toys, um, mm -hmm. and it was awesome. There's one more here in California in Fresno, and that's going to be this weekend and it's multiple orgs. I don't even remember what organizations. I think it's IASCA, USAC, um, 
uh, base wars or something. Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. a whole bunch of things going on there. Uh, but if you get a chance, um, please, like uh, Greg said, go support your local Toys for Tots. Yeah, it, it's you know um, we're here talking about first world problems of how are we going to judge cars and stuff like that. And there's kids out there that don't have literally don't have anything. Um, right. Uh, the one in Northern California, we go to a battered women's shelter. You know, those kids left their house with probably nothing that, other than what was on their back, mm. and they yeah. snuck out in the middle of the night, you know. Um, and that's where those toys went. So, uh, and then they go to the Shriners Hospital, you know, kids with cancer and stuff like that. And, you know, they're not thinking about what car they're going to build or any of that stuff. So um, definitely support those uh, kids. Um, that's, I, that's all I can say is, you know, this, this is something that definitely pulls to me. Uh, this time of year, especially. So, um, anyway, guys, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back again next week, uh, Monday, 5 o'clock. We got Ruthless Audio, a uh, brand-new audio company. They just started selling amplifiers mm -hmm. a couple weeks oh, ago. Uh, was it ben, It's Benjamin Barnett? Ben Barnett, yes, sir. Ben Barnett, okay. Yep, so he's going to come on and talk to us about his stuff. Um, and then hopefully we get some cool stuff. Um the you know we get some uh, uh cool stuff from the db drag side maybe have some rules that actually go into effect uh by then or the following week and we could start talking about the uh, rule changes if there are any but mm -hmm. other than that um guys hey thank you for tuning in we need to get more subscribers to the youtube side that'd be awesome uh you know create your own uh create some work account or something and make a youtube <laughs> and just subscribe uh it'd be awesome to do that um, other than that, whoa, lost my camera. Whoa. <laughs> I just fell over my camera, that is. Um, anyway, if you guys uh, want to tune in next week, 5.30 p.m. California time, the only time that matters. I uh, want to thank our sponsors. Sponsor those who sponsor you and the things mm. you want to do. We got our show sponsored today by Crossfire, lots of Watts Apparel, Stolman Transport LLC and Puns Customs. So please support those who support the things that you love to do and you love to be part of. Um, also, get your memberships for your different organizations you compete in. Don't just compete in them. Get a membership for that. That's how those organizations pay for some of their stuff. And that uh, goes to the national people so that you know they can pay for web space and stuff like that. So please support your organizations and support the businesses that support the things you like to do. All right, guys, um, thanks for tuning in. We will see you guys next week at 5.30 p.m. California time, the only time that matters. We are out of here. Whoa, whoa.